unstoppable kick-ass confidence. Are you ready? Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show with Christopher Roush, where we help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Now please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, hello. Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show with yours truly, Mr. Christopher Roush, the place where I help you overcome the self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Welcome to Tuesday night, ladies and gentlemen. Every time the Raw and Unscripted Show, every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, that's where we bring you the goods. That's where we bring you the Raw and Unscripted, the stuff that's designed to help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Ladies and gentlemen, I am super excited tonight. I have been going all day day long. So I am super pumped and ready to have an amazing, exciting conversation with my buddy that we're going to be bringing on here in just a minute. But I uh, just want to give you guys a chance to get in the room here and just uh, welcome you all here to the Raw and Unscripted show. We recently just celebrated our 100th episode. Yes, 100 episodes of the Raw and Unscripted show. And uh, recently had that show a couple of episodes ago. And it was so much fun to be able to go through that and really identify the growth process that I've gone through since starting the podcast and starting the show. And like I told you guys before, I did the Raw, I did the Kick-Ass Radio Show for two and a half years where it was live. And I did it live every single week where I interviewed a guest and we talked about you know five kick-ass tips that were designed to make you have an awesome life. And then uh, did the podcast and I wasn't doing any guests at first and then wound up doing guests. And now I just love doing guests, start doing solo shows and always, always, always having you guys here as part of the crew, uh, the Misfits for Life Nation, of course, of course, of course. Uh, we got Facebook user, State Class San Diego. Um, I have a feeling that my, um, just to be honest with you guys, I think that the way I set up my stream yard tonight for my show, it's going to be weird for my users, for, for my followers, because um, I think it might be playing out of my Ron and scripted group versus uh, my other group, but we're just going to go and have fun and rock and roll because that's what this is all about. That's what the, this is all about. So speaking of fun and rock and roll, um, I'm doing repeat guests lately and I'm having a little fun with that because um, I'm bringing on people that I have fun talking to. This is a, this is a show about conversations. This is a show about getting you guys to move the needle on what it is that you're doing. And through that conversation that we have here, the raw and unscripted conversations that we have, um, I'm just really super excited to bring you somebody tonight who is literally like a female version of me. And if you haven't seen that episode before, her name's Peggy Williams and Wilms got to make sure we say that correctly. W-I-L-L-M-S, Wilms, Peggy Wilms. Uh, she is a badass coach. She is a sister from another mister. We've come to know each other over the last year and just supporting one another and everything that we do. We're both raw. We're both unfiltered. We're both uh, very genuine in how we talk with one another and how we talk about our business and everything else and just keeping things real and congruent. So uh, this is, I always tell you guys, this is like uh, me and my guests having a, a drink at the bar or a coffee shop and you guys are listening in. So I always encourage you guys to, uh, to jump in the conversation and with your comments and any suggestions or any questions for me or my guest. Um, so yeah, I just want to let you know that for some reason I'm only seeing Facebook user on here. So I have no idea who you are, which really sucks, but that I think is the way I set up my stream yard. So, um, it is what it is. I got Brenda Bale here. I could kind of see it on this other monitor, but, uh, I don't know who you guys are. So that kind of sucks, but anyways, life, we just keep on going. That's what we do. We keep on going. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Ron and Scripted Show, Miss Peggy Williams. Hi. What's up, gorgeous? How are you? Hey, you know I'm good. I've got a I've got a delay in case I say something. You can mute my ass real quickly. 
What are you gonna, what are you, what are you gonna say? This is the raw and unscripted show. Come on, really? Seriously? Yeah. Hey, you're not only my um, you know, my brother from another mister, it's from another mother. It's we just connect, buddy. We're just like, you know, and you're right, authentic, real, transparent, tell it like it is. Reach out to each other when we don't even know the other one needs us. We do that. It's really cool, mm -hmm. right? I think yep. you are face. You're streaming from the right place. I think you are because I see you on my site. So I think you're good to go. Yeah. Well, it's just weird. Like like Facebook user says. I mean, that's usually Scott. So that's weird. But Jason shows up here. So I don't know. There's been weird shit happening in the universe. It's all good. So, Thank yeah, you so much. Trust for being me. Here, Thank you so much, Scott, for being here. Yes. And uh, speaking of the universe. Um, yeah, let's just jump right into it. You got a new tattoo. Yeah. You want to go ahead and show? You want to go ahead and show the users uh, what your new tattoo is? <laughs> this is when they're really going to know how. Kidding. This is how much they're really going to know how what how alike we are, right? So let me tell the backstory first of all. Sure, absolutely. I, I, I and this is not scripted, you guys. This is the first time I've told this story. So I'm from New England, which is typically a disclaimer that I can have a foul mouth, you know. And then I've got some military in my my family and I work for the military. So it's like, hey, I can even be, you know, Yankee and military, like you can totally cuss. You know, and then I get a badass haircut. It's like, yeah, we can say the F word a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Well, my boyfriend years ago got me this really cool bracelet that had what I'm about to show you on it. And I wore it all the time and it rubbed off. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna get a tattoo of this thing someday. Mind you, he hates tattoos. Bear with me. Oh, nice. Right. Now, before all of my computers crashed and my backup drives and the whole house electricity shit that you know about, Friday night, I go to the tattoo parlor and I say, this is what I want. And the guy's like, cool. Okay. <laughs> awesome. So I got this. Keep fucking going for the podcast listeners her tattoo is on her inner right wrist that says keep fucking going ladies and gentlemen peggy is in the house i don't even have any profanity i mean i have tattoos <laughs> with words and stuff like that but i don't even have any profanity talk to me about that and what your boyfriend said about that well it's good lord so you're like profanity right there did you go to church and show your pastor that oh well luckily i wear a lot of like crystal bracelets and stuff was kind of my thing and it's like you know how mama says don't get any tattoos past your wrist um, in case you're uh -huh. interviewed whatever but i also became a grandmother in the last two weeks which makes me like even more super i don't know how i'm going to explain that one i'll have to put like something over it but here's the thing so the name of the show today i didn't even know you were going to name it that how do we keep going? Yes. Yeah. Do you know what I looked up before we started the show? What did you look up? Do you know? <laughs> All right. I'm going to put on my glasses for you so because I think I'm your older sister. So listen to me. Okay. I've always said just <laughs> shut up. Ooh, ring light. Um, I've always said just do it. Do you know where that slogan came from, Christopher? Yeah, um, Nike. Right. Do you know the backstory? You created it and sold it to Nike for $10. Exactly. That's why I'm scraping every paycheck. You're so right. Okay. I looked it up because I was like, I'm going to talk to Chris for like, let's just do it. How do we do this? Just keep fucking going. Dude, brother, I looked this up. I have to read it to you. 
Nike's iconic Just Do It slogan was inspired by the final words of a notorious killer in the 1970s Utah facing down a firing squad in his last moments. Double murderer Gary Gilmore said, let's do it. So Nike took Just Do It. And I looked it up all over. It's the truth. Seriously, that's interesting. Do you know how many times, though, as a coach, I've said, hey, just freaking do it. Stop whining, make a list, check it twice. But yeah. <laughs> so what is so what does keep fucking going mean to you? I mean, obviously it's, you had it on as a bracelet. Yeah, as a bracelet, so it kept you going. Like for me, I used to I used to write moments. Like my it's this is funny. This is this is great, guys. So I'm gonna write moments on the inside of my wrist. Me, the tough guy, you know, and 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 Peggy's gonna and Peggy's got you know keep fucking going. So I'm gonna be the little flower child, and you can just be the badass bitch. All right. So that's good. yeah. But what you forget is that I also told you is I've got a little tattoo on my hip that says "In the moments." Mm -hmm. So when you said if I got a tattoo on my wrist, it would be moments. I'm like, dude, this is like crazy. What I mean by that is different than what I thought I meant two um, weeks ago. I'm really? having yeah. I'm having like an aha here stuck in Colorado by myself. And I can't wait to go back to Florida, by the way. So for me, I'm left brain. Are you left or right brain? Do you know if you're left or right I use brain? I my whole brain. I use the whole brain. Jesus, you're one of those. Come on. I'm not wait, Jesus God. either. Don't even stop calling me that. Really? Okay. I only use a small part of the brain. I don't know where it's at, but I only use a small part. So Welcome to the 70s. I think it kind of um, rolls around. <laughs> Well, I'm really left brain. So I'm 70, 30, which is like the taskmaster, the get it done. You know, I'm not, I'm a doer, not a beer. So I don't just sit there and, you know, I'm not a violin player or a painter. And I know that's a simple explanation, but I'm very tick, 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 get it done. What are we going to do? So it just, on those days where you're overwhelmed and just like, man, is this my purpose? Am I, if I got this going on, like, come on, girl. And you just want to take that break that you know you need, but your mm -hmm. left brain saying, yeah, I, I would think about that and I'd just be like, come on, girl, just keep fucking going. Come on, come on. Just make it through this day, through the night. Tomorrow is another day. But the last few days since I got this, I thought, is that the way I need to kind of look at everything? <laughs> yes. I was just talking to my buddy Scott today about that. I said, why am I feeling like I'm supposed to be accomplishing so much more and I'm not, and I'm feeling guilty about it. And so he wrote back and he goes, well, you're getting part, get, getting rid of part of this old identity from corporate. And part of that is like releasing the need to be accomplishing things. So I have this, I have this like inner fight, like going slow down and, and enjoy the moments, but keep going. You have to survive. Is that what you're feeling? You know, that's another thing we have in common is 25 years in corporate America. I mean, they messed us up. That's like being in a cult. Sorry, just saying it, saying, not sorry, sorry. Um, just in the sense of that's never enough. You feel like you're never paid enough, never respected, never given your own brain, show up, put up, shut up. You always feel like, you know, I always felt like I excelled. Like I, I felt like I was ahead of the pack, you know, almost that teacher's pet thing. And I was always just trying to say like, come on, you guys, come on leadership aren't I cool? Like, I know what I'm doing here. And then it was never enough. And you start to think, who am I never enough for? Mm -hmm. You know, it's the Blake Shelton thing. It's me. It's me. Because 
if you ask any of our friends, Christopher, or any of our family members, we're enough if you if you listen to them, right? But I feel just like you do. I feel guilty. I feel like that firstborn type A, not quite there, keep working, idle time. I feel guilty with idle time, like yoga. Like I could be folding laundry when I'm doing downward dog. <laughs> It's so true. I mean, yeah, I, I feel that same way. I feel that that guilt. It's so funny because I went and saw a therapist one time, well, many times. And one of the things that she said was, she talked to me, she goes, when did you stop being a kid? And I had to sit there and think about it. It actually stopped me in my tracks. And I said, um, probably like seven or eight, nine, something like that. I said, I was a latchkey kid, blah, 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 blah. You know the story. And, um, and so she goes, well, I want you to play more. And my immediate, my sphincter went like, play more. I've got to keep doing more. I have to keep going. I have to keep this machine going. I have to keep it going. I have to keep it going. And so she challenged me like to find time to play and to put it on my calendar. Like, cause I'm like, Oh, I'm only so busy. So I color coded it yellow. I'm like, okay, I'm going to start putting play time on my calendar. And I would find that like, even like on a Saturday and tell me if this sounds familiar, even on a Saturday, I could wake up and got not do shit. I could come in my office here. I have a 55 inch screen TV. I could play PlayStation all day long and just be drunk and just play music. But yet I come in here. I'm like, well, I'll do that after I do these other 8 million things that I won't get done. And then I won't have time for that. And then I'll be thinking about what I'm going to do tomorrow. Um, once again, cookie cutter. I feel like a sugar cookie. Um, yeah, this is, this is the thing. I had a, a corporate, I had a big wig at the University of Colorado ask me one time, um, Peggy, what do you do for fun? And I felt the same way. I was almost like, Ugh! like the F word, the other F word that I, <laughs> I don't say that F word. And it stopped me in my tracks. And I was recently asked the same thing. What do you thoroughly enjoy? What makes, and I get stopped in my tracks. And so I had a, an energy coach today ask me again, what makes you happy and makes you just in that moment? And I thought, you know what? Until I'm in the moment outside, say riding my bike or by the ocean, until I'm in it, do I say I love it and why don't I do it? And, but it's that jump of just over that ledge a little bit to go, you can do it, you can do it, go, 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 it's okay. And I was the same as you, I said about seven or eight and, and about a year, about six months ago, I had to yellow, put fun in my calendar and it's, I swear to God, I swear to you, I'll take a picture. It's yellow Seriously. in my calendar. Seriously. I swear. And yeah. I had to put in workout from two to three and it's orange. And I just keep hitting dismiss. <laughs> so how do you do that as a coach? Uh, you... I don't walk the talk, Christopher. No. Come on. Kidding. You got to walk the talk. You got to walk. No, but it's, it's so true. It's so true. I mean, it's so easy to do. But then again, the, I think about the hypocrisy and I do think about that congruency factor of what would I tell a client right now? It's like, okay. And I have a client, she's actually, you know, she's working out and everything. So now I've stepped up my game. So I'm like, okay, I walk by the exercise bike. I'm like, I better get on that fucking thing. Cause see, look what I'm doing. Not in that way, but like, you know, it forces me to be more of the person that I need to be as well. 
Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's my story, my transparency and my story I'm able to tell is that, you know, some people struggle with eating, some people struggle with gambling or whatever their their aholic is, their struggle is. And I'm very transparent about mine is finding the B in my life, the calmness, the still, the breathing. It, it's just it's just the monkey on my back. And unless I'm given permission from somebody else, held accountable, checked in, I, I struggle with it. And I'm not afraid to admit it, but if I don't have a, a challenge, someone check in, I, I'm, I'm on it. You know, take a picture, show to me you did 30 days of Adrian yoga. I I, I honestly struggle with that. I, I struggle with integrity to myself to increase that practice. And I wonder why is the being still so painful? Mm. Why can I not be in the be? What am I trying to busy up to not deal with? Oh, I got it. I got a word for you. Have you heard of the word breath work? Or it's two words, but I think it's one word. Breath work. Have you heard of that stuff? No. Do I want to? <laughs> well, since, since since we seem to share a brain, um, I did breath work um, a couple of weeks ago when my buddy Scott Goyette came out here to California. He's like, hey, we're going to go do some breath work. And I'm like, okay, I imagine that to be like, okay, you feel still, you know? No. Yeah. Breath work is breath work is different. Breath work has a bunch of caveats before you do it. You might get lightheaded. You might pass out. You might feel dizzy. You might lose. You might your hands might do this. You know, it's this crazy thing. So what it is, it's amazing. Let me just say that it's crazy. It's amazing. But you find stillness. You find stillness. We, they had us do this breathing exercise. Basically, it's two breaths in and one breath out. It's like you're laying down and you're you're, you're breathing into your abdomen. So you're breathing. And you do that. Well, within, for me, within about a minute and a half, two minutes, I was laying on the floor going, I can't, I'm like ready to pass out or something like that. And the guy tells you guys, you know, just keep going, just keep going, just keep going. Like you said, like your tattoo says, just keep fucking going. Yeah, and I yeah. sat there in all transparency. I do not like to be incapacitated. I do not like that feeling. Like when I was on acid one time, I do not like that feeling of being a, not in control and being, especially with other people. But the one thing that got me through is, at least for me, was thinking about my son. And I thought, you know what, would I tell Jackson to half ass it? Would I, no, I like, I don't want to do this, but in the, in the grand scheme of things, what I intend on accomplishing in my life and you, you're the same way. I was like, if I'm going to play this half ass, then, then I'm playing everything half ass. And it kind of goes to that, that comment that somebody said the other day that I have an argument with, which you could talk about is if you, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. I'm, let's, right. let's talk about that for a second, but right. the breath work, the breath work stuff, um, I sat there and I was like literally telling myself, no joke. And I told Scott this, I was like, I'm going to do it just enough to where I can, I can keep my toe in control. Right. I'm just going to, I'm going to do it enough. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a flavor for it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to test it out. And I just, I'm like, I heard myself talking literally. And I'm like, bullshit, 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 bullshit. You do that all the time. You get by, you do it. You're really good at these things. No, it's about playing out. It's about playing out. So I just told myself, whatever happens, happens. The guy tells me it's going to be good. I'm going to trust him. I'm going to go with the flow. And um, it was crazy. It really is. I mean, it causes you to be so still. You're still aware and everything, but you're just, you're, you, you just find the stillness. For me, it was more being in touch with my soul than my body because it seemed like my body just like was in a different spot than my soul was. And I don't, and I meditate and I've, I've done binaural beats. I've done guided meditations. I've done all this stuff. I never get to that happy place. Like people go, Oh, I meditate. I'm like, I feel good. And I relax and I do it a lot more now because it helps my back. But this really like shook me up. So, um, actually me and Scott started a breath class, uh, Sunday night. 
So it's a six week breath class. So we're just going through and learning different types of breathing so we can teach our wow. clients and everything, but go check it out. That, that really kind of just shook me up in, in a weird way also, because now, like I was telling him today, it's like, I want to be mellow and just be like, I, I, like, I personally know I have this knowing now that everything's going to be fine. Like I know that uh, I've just been selected to, to be a speaker and a coach for Evolve Mastery with Princeton Clark. Uh, it's amazing stuff. So I know everything's going to happen, but I, I feel like this anxiousness that I need to be producing and I need to be going and I need to be doing and I need to be being. But Scott reminded me, he's like, just be who you are in those moments and it's all going to be fine. So I share that with you because um, you may be a little bit older than me, but sometimes I may be a little bit wiser. But uh so, oh, yeah. so, so, so check that out. But what do you think about that statement? You know, that how you do one thing is how you do everything. I posted it recently and it caused a lot of controversy. What do you think? Um, I've used it. I mean, it's like, I just was thinking back. The one place that I use it is with organization or disorganization when I coach people. Right. So I, I use that specifically where I'll say, you know, if you're disorganized, with your with planning your nutrition or disorganizing helter skelter in your house and you don't open your mail and you don't do blank blank and blank how do you think you're going to be organized in your goals and how do you think you're going to be succinct and clear and all of that stuff so i do use that where if you're in one area of your life you're disorganized at work and your desk is a shit show or you don't do your taxes how would you all of a sudden think your wellness is going to be in line right when I think about myself answering that question, if you were my coach right now answering that, I go to, I would have to almost say no, which was my instinct to go, no, I, I have integrity in other areas. That's bullshit. I can do this. I can be accountable. I can check off the boxes. I can learn. I can grow. And then as you were saying that, I was like, hmm, that's very task oriented. Check it off. Do this, which is what I struggle with, with being. If you said to me, I want you to just go outside every day and just with no judgment or parameters or time, accept the fact that you just were breathing the air. I'd be like, do you want it before noon? Do you want it at eight o'clock at 15 minutes? What do you, I mean, my brain goes to that naturally. And so it's a, it's a work in progress that I know that's, that's my monkey, but you said something I want to speak to. Sure. With your son watching you and you know setting up an example for him and helping you get through that process, like, hell no, I'm going to eat well because he's watching me. I said I was going to do this run. I think he heard me in the other room. I'm going to do it. When my kiddos were home, dude, I was awesome at that, too. I was like, hey, you said you're going to race motorcycles and be a state champion. Hell to the yeah. Let's get this shit going. Come on, chop, chop. We're going to go run the stadium. And I would be right there. But they're grown men now. And I just, when you were saying that, I was like, do I really struggle if the eyes aren't on me? And do I really struggle when I don't have to set that exit? Because we're coaching virtually almost all the time now, mm -hmm. right? When I was teaching classes or presenting or doing board meetings, you had to walk the talk. You know, they're watching you eat lunch. They're saying, hey, do you go work out? Do you, so now I'm kind of questioning myself when you said that. I'm like, is have I got slid back since I started working for myself virtually since 2016? And I'm sitting here going, keep fucking going. 
but you have kept going. I mean, I mean, don't discredit yourself. I mean, you have kept going. You have been like, okay, I'm going to try this. I'm going to do this. That's, I mean, when I talk about being unstoppable, you're the epitome, epitome of that. It's like, okay, let's do this. Let's try this. Let's do this. You are going to, you are going to stumble upon your, the the thing that you're looking for um, one way or another. So that means you are keep fucking going. But But I think that screwed me over, Christopher. I Mm -hmm. think that screwed me up, buddy, because I kept, I've been really working on this the last couple of weeks. So if people are resonating this, I know we may not be live where you want us to, but please post so we can get back in touch with you. I have been sitting here going, why do I keep ending up in the same fucking spot? We, we coach that, right? Well, here we are calling me because you're in the same spot, right? Jesus Christ, want a different outcome, send, you know, definition of insanity, jackass. So it's like, uh, but I was sitting here going, it's literally insert date, same spot. Insert different date, blah, blah, blah. And and I realize what it is. I go so wide and so diverse looking for the, the, the. What's the, the? What's right? the big thing? Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm always seeking and I'm always doing it honestly. And I'm doing it with all purpose and going, this is what I'm supposed to do. But I'm like, is it radio show? Yeah. Is, is it another radio show? Sure. You know, is it is it coaching individually or groups or, or buddies or wellness retreat? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it writing a book? You know I'm marrying you right now. Sure, we'll write a book. Is it Clubhouse? Is it this? Oh, is you know, oh, is it a docu-series? Awesome, right? No shit. And then you start to look, you know, is it a YouTube channel? Is it another podcast? And you start to go like this, and it just goes like this and list. And I and I'll be honest with you, and I didn't plan on showing this, but I'm gonna. I got another tattoo when I was there this week and it's a semicolon. Yeah. You know, and that's for suicide prevention and awareness and mental health as well. Oh, wow. And the semicolon is still the same. Keep fucking going. When it's tough, it's that's the way grammar grammar is, right? A semicolon. You, you're not done the sentence. Yep. Keep fucking going. And so for me, I break down mentally and physically when I go too wide. And I was right there again. Last year, I was like, I, I yeah, I, we were talking and I was like, yeah. how does that fucker know? And you didn't. But I think energies find each other, right? And so here I was again this week going, oh, bitch, here we are again, right? But when all my technology crashed, and I mean, you know, everything. The wall outlets went, my motherboard crashed in my laptop, and I'm in another state. My backup 16,000 files crashed. My backup to my backup crashed. My camera crashed. We're talking in a week. In a week. And I have my bestest buddy who will be listening to us. Don't you have the cloud or anything on, like... Bits and pieces of it, but you know the cloud that says, "Hey, you got a lot of shit. You want to buy some more space uh-huh. for some I of your shit?" That just today, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, I've got a backup to the backup. I mean, I have, I have four terabytes here. What the hell else would you want, right? I felt pretty secure in what I was doing, um, but I had a bestie ask me last weekend. She said, "Peggy, what would you do if I just said, do what you want to do? What would it be?'" Almost and I thought. I thought all I want to do is do my docu-series that allows me to have a bigger platform and a bigger platform and a bigger platform that people can see me coach real time. Someone at home resonates, resonates, changes generations. Give me network TV, Bravo, freaking Netflix. I don't give a shit what it is. And she said, okay, 
then do what you're doing. And I, and she goes, well, how are you going to fund that? I said, clients, she goes, drop everything else, drop every radio show, drop all that. And I, my Christopher, my weight went like this. I just felt, and I was like, oh my God, is that enough? Like, could it be? And yeah. as I thought about it, all that shit every day broke, broke, broke and broke. And, and this has only been a week and all this stuff since I talked to her about it last Saturday, all of it crashed. So what do you think about that now? You've had time to digest it. You, cause I know I see, I think the same thing. Like I have everything backed up, but I, I think my backups are screwed up at the same time. There's, there's, I've, and I've done this with coaching clients as well. And I'm almost tempted to do it. I have Evernote. I use Evernote. So I log everything. I have Evernote. I have a list of like uh, probably 75 things in one list. Oh, I got to do this. 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 I always add to the list. I never take, I'm like that close to just deleting the list. And I've done that with clients too. Like I keep adding to the list and I'm like, delete the list. You suddenly, whatever is important is going to come back to the top. And so what I've been doing, I haven't deleted the list, but I haven't been looking at the list. I'm like, I'm just going to do organically what I feel like I should be doing right now. What is, what am I called to do right now? Not what I have to do. What do I get to do? What am I called to do? So I force myself in those moments where I'm like, okay, I really have to stay up late and do this. I'm like, no, I'm going to go take a bath. So I tell the universe like, no, like today, usually I stretch twice a day. I stretch three times today. So that's 20 minutes where I'm listening to binaural beats and I'm doing my hanging upside down. I'm like, no, I'm going to do it three times today because I want my back to feel better. And I have to do more of that than the other shit sitting here in the chair. So I, I've been doing that. I've actually been calling myself like, really, you have to do it or do you get to do it? And going back to that big thing with the broad spectrum, what is the why? You know, is the was, is the why, of course, making impact in the world, but is the, is the why some sort of internal like, hey, hey, see, I did it. And I say that from my own standpoint, because that's the way I was. It's like, I had this premonition that I'm going to write a book and that my sister is going to walk by the bestseller book stand and she's going to pick it up. And then she, that's how she's going to find out my mom died. I had this little vision in my head. This was years and years ago. I'm not like that anymore. But that's what I had in my mind was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be on TV. So people see me on TV and go, oh, wow, Chris made it. Mm. And then finally I started letting that shit go. And I stopped yeah. being who I thought I had to be. And then I just started being me. And then I just started like just doing what I do. I have three shows. It's like, do they make me any money? No, but I enjoy the shit out of doing them. One of them is every other week. But, right, right. but to your point, you know, for those of you guys watching and listening on this, and by the way, I'm going to go through the comments here in a second because Robert seems to be writing a book. Thank you, Robert. Um, we want to make sure we acknowledge all the misfits for life we have here. Um, but once I really just kind of just dropped into, especially leaving corporate in March of 2019 and being able to just really say, okay, am I going to go back to corporate? Am I going to go back to that identity and that lifestyle? Mm -hmm. No, the money's not worth it. No, no. I want to wake up every day being who I am. And I want to wake up showing my son that's who I am. And that's what we do because we're sold a bill of goods. We're sold, oh, go out and do this and be this and, and get this, right? Mm -hmm. Do this, be this, get this. Nobody tells us to go be fucking happy. Nobody says, if you wake up and want to go to the beach, go to the beach. You know, obviously we have responsibilities. We have to pay the bills. We have to do all those things. We're not right. doing that in any way, shape or form. Um, but at the same time, Sometimes I think we do things because we, we, we've spoken them publicly like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. If we don't keep doing things, then maybe we're not going to be worth that significance or validation. What do you think? Yeah. I struggle with that too. So I'm not, I'm not pointing, but I'm, I'm saying I struggle with that too. No, no, no. Hey, mirror, mirror on the wall. <laughs> um, no, obviously we're speaking. Most, guess, of all. Um, I know. I think when, when you say to me, what have you learned from this? Or you say, you know, what are you thinking about this all blowing up? And then you talked about your Evernote. It's really interesting because 
I had a few big tears that dropped when this all crashed. You know, I had some big tears and I sat there and I didn't experience these, these emotions you typically would through loss or anger. I didn't, I just sat there and literally sat there and stared and I was like, what am I going to do tomorrow? <laughs> right. And I just was like, and I drove to Best Buy. And of course, it felt like there were 43 million people in line. I didn't even get frustrated. I'm like, what are we going to do? Right. Because you, it, for the first time in my entire life, my life has always been my career. Is I knew I'd want to do this forever. For the first time, there was no control. I, I couldn't I couldn't do anything and it's the most helpless I've ever been and I have two adult sons and you're pretty helpless you know and I just stood in line and I said well calmly psychotically I said I either will leave here happy or I'll probably go kill myself and he just was his eye and I said I'm just kidding but what happened to me was something my best friend said to me she goes, Peggy, anything that you have created in all those files, if they're somewhere on a thumb drive, they'll pop up again. If this hard drive miraculously shows up and it was just a lesson to learn this week, it'll show up. But she said, you're the hard drive. And I was like, what? And that sunk in me because she said, maybe all that content that you created was like journaling was your way to get where you are. Maybe nothing's lost. You've had it all along. And I was like, that's freaking profound shit right there. Like that's really profound, right? But what you said about the Evernote and erasing it, oh, yes, too. Um, I'll tell you this, when you erase everything that you think is so important, and you don't go to it the next day or the next day or the, right? And I remember one thing, and maybe you've said this too, I've said it over and over and it happened to me. You know, when you put shit out in the universe and it happens? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm that girl, I'm that girl. Oh, you want something to happen? Let me just say it. Uh, I always said, I don't want to die with all this content in my office. I don't want to die with all this content. Think about that, this uh -huh. content in my office. I, I need to share it with the world. I've got stuff to do. I've got, and then I thought the other day, you're not going to die with the content in your office. It's gone. Like gone. gone. So, so the keep fucking going thing for me right now is the opposite side of my left brain. I think it's really saying to me that my keep going is just like you. I have back and neck injuries. How do you keep the energy flowing through your chakras? How do you keep the nutrition, food is fuel going through your body? How do you spend more time with your relationships? You know, that type of going, because I keep ending up in the same goddamn spot. Mm. What does it mean to you? If I said to you, what does it mean? What does it mean to you? Just, I mean, it's all seriousness. What does that mean to you? What would keep fucking going mean to you? Well, it'd be circling back to the same spot. Mm. No, I mean like the, the mantra of keep fucking going. What, what would that mean to you if I said that? You know, I want you, Christopher, to just, yeah. What would that mean to you? Does that mean you get busier or does that mean, what would that mean to you? That's a great question. I mean, I, I correlate it to unstoppable, which is something that I've always been talking about. Same thing, unstoppable, keep fucking going. Um, <clears throat> for me, it's about I created unstoppable for the times that people like want to give up. 
like, okay, I just want to give up. I'm just going to go complacent. I'm going to go mediocre. I'm going to go, as I've been terming, comfortably miserable. And I'm just going to play it safe and be like that. And, and then, and I say unstoppable, you know, that's, that's one way to live. And that, that, that isn't, that isn't going, I say, say be unstoppable in the things that are most important to you. So like for me, what is most unstoppable for me is creating a legacy that I know will impact the world for future generations. So every day when I wake up, I know that that's my why. And I know that I have to stay unstoppable when I get into a rabbit hole and I start thinking, okay, you know, what about this? What about that? You know, cause we all do it. But the important, mm-hmm. especially for me, is surrounding myself with people like yourself and people like Scott and, and Princeton and all and Tara, who's here right now, is keeping those people around me because in those moments where I might be kind of like a little questioning or doubting, they're gonna immediately something's gonna happen and the universe is gonna say, Hey, Chris, here's a reminder of what it is that you're doing because I'm totally allowing myself to be in that situation. So I think that there's a there's an opportunity to pause. I think there's a total opportunity to pause and I think that more people need to do it. So that might be something that we both introduce in the coaching programs that we do is it's one thing to be go, 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 go and do, 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 do and be, be, be. But how about the the contrary to that? How about, how about just being? Yeah. You know, it's interesting too. So I have all these people just, it's just, there's, you know how it is when you need them, they swarm to you Yep. and they probably were swarming, but when you're so busy, you don't hear the buzz of the bees and, and, and the hives are all around you. You just don't hear them. And so this person has been challenging me to visualize. I've never thought of it about it. This hopefully Christopher will mean something to you. I never thought about what clients do you want to work with? And, and I'm going to be specific. She said, what age, what gender, what problems, what energy, Yep. What lane? And she goes, I want you to literally create that phone call because then it'll align. And she said, for me, I'm very masculine energy. No, I really never. What? <laughs> um, but she really wants me to work on my feminine energy, which to me always felt like, well, that's the weak side. Come on, man. Right. And it's not. And I know that intellectually, but that nurturing, loving, caring, understanding, not taskmaster. I'm a very taskmaster coach. Let's go. What's your problem? You know, let's find the What's the root cause? Perfection story. Where's that shit? And I mean, it's not that I'm not empathetic, but she said, what if you just fall into their story? Because you have a story. Yes, what if you give them more empathy and more empathy and kind of you're shadowing that type of stuff? And it's really made me sit and go, maybe I don't want to drag everybody to water anymore. Maybe I want to hold their hand and kind of walk to it. I don't know. That's look just at, fresh. Look at fresh. you. Look at you growing and wanting to be more feminine. Oh, my God. Let's uh, make it rain. Nellie's in the house. She says, hey, I made it, y'all. What's up? What's up? Robert says, good evening. Good evening, Christopher, Peggy, Jason, and Nellie. Um, we had some good comments in here. Thank you guys all for being here, of course. Angie's in the house. I think it's uh, Angie Courier. Yeah, what's up? Thank you for being here. Um, I think she said earlier up here, it was like her first time being here or something. Uh, yeah, she's my sister. She's, what? Oh, she says, hello to my sister. This is my first time here. Well, thank you for being here on the Raw and Scripted Show. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and Robert says, going back to something I had said, he said, it's possible to work through that guilt. I promise. Thank you, Robert. Yeah. Of course it is. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, Robert's really good at commenting. Jason says here, breath work is awesome. Great way to get high too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it literally is. It's, it's, I mean, I've done some things in my life and that was the craziest, one of the craziest experiences I've ever had. Um, really? Wow. 
Yeah, I won't even talk about doing mushrooms the night before. I don't think that had anything to do with it, but nice work, buddy. Hey, food is fuel. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's another story. Um, Nelly says, I keep meaning to look into that after I heard you talk about it. Oh, um, probably uh I can't remember what I was saying. Um, oh, here we go. Best breath work ever warning you will get high HTTPS. Well, for those of you guys listening, there's a link in here in the comments that talks about that. So there you go. There you go. Wow, that's great. That's great. You can go do that. You can go do that. Um, Robert says, by jumping off together, synchronize. This is why I try to buy sturdy mods because they will be hitting the floor until they die. I'm not sure what context that was, but uh, <laughs> creepy. Uh, <laughs> no, Robert's awesome. But sometimes they, that's why I really try to get to the comments as we're, as we're talking. Absolutely, because they're hard to reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got, yeah. You've got your own shows. Uh, walk the walk, not always easy, of course. Um, Jason says Evernote rocks. Yes. Thank you so much for being here, Jason. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, it does rock except for, I don't like the new update on it. And I'm like, really kind of, I'm not sure I want to keep it, but then again, I think, man, I've got all these notes and I've got all these ideas and all this stuff. And it's like, there's such a freedom. Isn't there just a, like a freedom. I think about the same thing. I've got all these books behind me and all this stuff that I've written. I'm like, just toss it and just start just whatever. I'm not the same person I was 15 years ago when I started that shit too. That's another thing I thought about when you were talking was like, I'm not even that same person when I created all this stuff. I mean, whatever. But uh, Josh Travis is in the house. Josh, thank you very much for being here. He says, I agree. Makes sense that saying out loud makes it seem set in stone. A thousand percent, dude. Visualization and intention setting and um, all that is uh, is massive. I already showed this one, but Tara's in the house. Tara Murney, she is amazing. My sister from another mister up in Canada. Uh, we just spent like four hours on a clubhouse um, pouring uh -huh. in people. Amazing, amazing. She is a huge soul. Um, Robert says, then the truth is revealed right on, um, Tara says also just being Josh Travis says, yes, Peggy, you are extremely the taskmaster. <laughs> That's one of my clients. <laughs> nice. Um, Serena, Serena Buffalino's in the house. My dear, my other sister from another Mr. Help heal humanity.org. Ladies and gentlemen, please go there and support us. Help heal humanity.org. See, um, so um thinking about this i love this conversation so thank you for having this with me um uh, with me and with everybody else here so feel free to chime in guys um you know what happened to me friday christopher i was out and about with one of my friends went to have dinner and i don't eat out that much because it just makes me feel yucky honestly so i don't i don't go out that much so i'm in the town where i raise my kids and so i see old friends and so we went out to eat and it's still mask you know pretty mask um whatever and I look and I see these people that I recognize from 30 years ago in my fitness days. Whoa. And I, they come running up to me, right? And, you know, no social distancing. What? Huggy kissy. And they sit down. So this happened twice in the same night. Sat down and said, I watch all your stuff. Oh, my gosh. So many gold, you know, little nuggets. And I'm like, I had no idea you we watched. And then a little bit later, somebody, the person that I was with said, oh my gosh, I was watching you on this. And then, and not just saying it like legit titles and you know, they're really listening. And I came home and I thought maybe somebody does really, cause I don't get up going, oh, how many listeners and shit do I, I just realized maybe someone is listening and maybe someone is going to resonate. It like was like in my heart. Then I tested some stuff this week. And it's interesting. I there's some shit I just didn't do. I said I was gonna do social media wise. Ooh, faux pas, really? 
Not a goddamn person said a thing. Ooh, isn't that right? So this is my point to you, though. It's like I'm going to be on there Saturday and answer all these questions, and then I'll be here right back at you Thursday. No one said, "Well, Peggy, where were you Saturday?" Or like, "I missed you. Did you have a the 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 Thursday?" No, no. (laughs) Now maybe somebody was listening and thought, but they don't. The point is, is you can throw away a list, you can stop doing something, and no one's going to die, man. I mean, I, I'm not being, I mean, hope not. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, no, but, no, no, nobody's going to die. But actually, in the contrary, somebody might live. You know, we actually think about, you know, the overwhelming, yeah. what we're talking about is being overwhelmed, really, when we kind of peel, peel the onion back is being overwhelmed by our thoughts and our emotions that kind of drive the cyclical, you know, definition of insanity. Like we said, okay, if I continue to do this, then you just got to pause. And sometimes taking a break from it is really good. I mean, that's something I did back in 20, I'm bad at dates. So probably 2014 or 2015, I went through this yeah. deal where I was like, I was doing my corporate thing and doing my coaching thing and doing my speaking thing. We were trying to have a kid and doing, trying to figure that all out. And I just, when I, when my, when the radio show ended, the kick-ass radio show ended, I put it on hiatus because I was just like, okay, am I really getting anything out of this? I was, I, my, my, my attitude and my perspective was, was positive, but internally it was negative. So that incongruity mm-hmm. was not getting the results that I wanted. I'm like, I'm doing all these things, but I'm not getting these things. Hmm. And then I just decided, I'm like, I asked myself the question. I'm like, cause I'm always coaching myself. I'm like, what would it look like if you just stopped doing everything? Right. And so I did, I, 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 I stopped the radio show. I'm like, I'm putting it on hiatus and I didn't have any coaching clients at the time. And I told my wife, I said, I said, I just want to be a normal. I just want to be normal. I want to come home and drink beer and open a, a thing of potato chips and watch 10 sports games and not do anything for an entire weekend. You know, not be thinking about, oh, I should be doing this. I should be doing this. I could be doing this. I, could be doing this. I, could do- I just want to just play PlayStation. And that, that, that lasted, that lasted all about two weeks. That's what I did. I did the same thing last week. About two weeks and I was miserable. So at the same time of letting go, that's, that's what you can do. I mean, the old adage of love, if you love something, set it free. And if it's, if it's meant to be, then it was it love something, set it free. And if it's meant to come back, if it comes back 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 to you, yeah, if it's meant to be, it comes back to you. I've been married for a long time. So I haven't had to talk about love. Oh, hey, you, what? My, what? you know, you just said something that I, I mean, I've been saying I'm actually learning something. So just so you know, the last few day weeks, I've actually been going, oh, wow. But I left out here where I'm working and trying to because my business had to come with me, which we always say to ourselves, how lucky are we that we can take our ring lights in our business with us, so to speak. Right. Because we do what a blessing we can kind of do our stuff on the road ish. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is great. And when I left this location where I was and went into the other room, I sat there and I thought, why I should get on the floor and stretch. It was simple. I should go get some more water. And I just sat and stared and I thought, I finally figured it out. I don't have enough time for one more client. And the one more client was me. Oh. And because I when you get off and you're like, you've got that energy and it's not rehearsed and you're there for your client, like, okay, here we go. I got you. Let's do this here. And when you leave, it it can be some stuff, right? But you got it. I'm here, you know? And I went in the other room and I thought, that's what I do every day. I'm too tired for this client, man. Because I look at all the lanes. What are we going to do for nutrition and mindset and exercise and movement and relationship? And so I just sat there going, what the fuck to do with me? I'm just like, 
you know, but that was profound for me to go. That's why I'm not fitting myself in. And I don't have the answer for you, Christopher. I don't know if that means I have to fit myself in. It's one more color in my calendar. <laughs> one more calendar in your, in your, uh, in your calendar. Jacqueline one more says, color. This says, I'm not really into tattoos, but if I got one, um, if I got one, kick that shit to the curb or one that says kick ass Irish broad. Nice, Jacqueline, right here on the uns. The I'm not into tattoos either. I tell you, this was a big decision. I yep. hear you, girlfriend. I have to tell you, I told my oldest son I was going to do it a couple of weeks ago, and this is all he said to me. He looked me right in the eye, and he goes, "Not approved. Not approved." I said, "Neither was half the shit you did when you were growing up, either." So, ah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to look like when it shrinks, but. Yeah, it's it's more of um, the same thing you do with Unstoppable. That's what it's always meant to be. Like, come on, just keep going. You'll find your purpose. Whatever it is, fill in the blank, right? And actually, so, yeah, hey. Well, yeah. actually, before I forget this thought, keep fucking going also is, is for me, ties into our best, right? I, I can't remember if you and I have talked about this before, but I talked to people like, yeah, I, I said one day to myself, I said, oh, I did the best I could. And then I really questioned myself. I'm like, well, was, was, what's my best? What is my best? So when, when I hear keep fucking going, I think about, okay, I'm going to do 30 minutes on the, on the, on the life cycle. I do 30 minutes a day. I'm okay. I'm good. So when I think about keep fucking going, I'm like, let's do 45 minutes. Yeah. Let's, let's crank up the intensity. Keep, let's go. If we're going to go, let's go. That's right. Let's not that's just right. dawdle. Let's go. If we're going to do, that's why I was going to say when I did 75 hard, I think we had talked about this before. Mm -hmm, when mm -hmm. I did 75 yeah. hard. That woke me up to how much shit. I was giving myself how much leniency I was giving myself and how much that we really can control what it is that we do. We can find the time when we hold ourselves accountable and we give ourselves a promise. This is something that's super important. When we make a promise to ourselves. Like if you made a promise to me or you made a promise to your son or your, your mom or whoever it is, you would keep that promise. Peggy would keep that promise. Yes. Mm -hmm. or Peggy's a bitch if she doesn't. So if you make a promise, Peggy keeps that's that right. promise. So Peggy, right. Miss Peggy, it's, she's going to make more yellow dots for herself on the calendar every once in a right. while. Make it look pretty. But um, yeah, so to your point, when I think about keep going, it's like, you know, we get older. I'm like, well, you know, I don't have to, like, I, I'll tell myself, I don't need to be in the shape I was in when I was 35. I was like muscular and da, 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 da. And I'm, I'm in good shape now. But part of me says, okay, that's a cop out, Chris. There's no reason why. Because I went on YouTube and I found this guy that was like 62 years old and he's like in great shape. I don't have 10 hours a day to work out. But at the same time, I'm like, we have to, we have to push ourselves to become stronger. Definitely as we can become older, otherwise that's where we wither away and die. So it is that, it is that kind of balance of, of having enough, but not having too much. Right. Right. I think my, my secrets are secret sauce is in the, why do I need to be so busy? Cause it's been like that since no, nobody can tell me it's so far back that nobody can tell me when it started. I've asked people, I, uh, when you were in the crib, I mean, see, in all seriousness, I have no idea. It's always been that way. So there's there's something in that overachieving. You know, I just wrote a course on um, go for the B, break up with perfection and win. Well, you can only write that shit when you've lived it, right? I mean, you can't just make it up and go, I'm going to do this. And it is a perfection type story that I've got to kind of rewrite. But I mean, I have emotions. I just don't want to be emotional. Why? And I don't know. I mean, I got I got shit to do. <laughs> Why don't you want to be emotional? Well, I mean, it's not that I'm not emotional. You're going to do breath, but it, work. Going to do breath work and you're going to be emotional. Yeah, you it, are. 
in the discovery of it, I just want to, uh, I don't know, I guess it's like, you know, we say that if you don't do something long enough, you don't know how it feels. If you don't eat healthy long enough, you don't know how it feels. If you don't work out long enough, you don't know how it feels. So I haven't worked through my emotions long enough to know how I'd come out the other side and how it would feel. So I have to go through the same steps. If I were coaching you and you were coaching me, you would say, this is the baby step process. This is the non-judgmental, you know, judgmental, put one foot in front of the other and let's, you know, I've got to just not want to leap because it, it doesn't necessarily have to be a leap and it doesn't have to look like what Christopher looks like or a Tara looks like or whatever. And that's tough shit because mm. when you're like I am, they, they, they're standards and I, and I want to meet them, right? Yes. And, yeah, I got some shit to work on, people, you know? Well, here's 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 a perspective I have. My monitor's what? pushing out. Here's a perspective I have that I've noticed in the last, at least in the last year, as I've transitioned out of corporate, and I've like, okay, here's where I'm at, and here's what I'm doing. Is I find that for the most part, I've been doing really, really well. My coach did a great job, and I I, I stay focused. I stay very regimented on what I'm what I'm supposed to be focused on. But when I get out of when I get out of wound, is when I'm starting to focus on the results and not focusing on the process and the moments. Like when I start, when I start, like you said before about, you know, podcast show hosts and how many numbers and all other stuff. I never paid attention to any of that stuff until recently when people, um, somebody hit me up about having a guest on my show, this high profile guest, and they took a look at my Twitter numbers and they said, oh, your Twitter numbers aren't very high. And I said, I don't fucking tweet. I don't go look at how many times I, tweet. I'm not a Twitter guy. Like, well, your Twitter numbers need to be higher. And I was like, really? Um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't really know about that. I don't really care about that. Um, and just... Yeah. I'm trying to remember what I just fucking lost my thought. Okay. It'll come back. Oh, is this Twitter? Um, Standards. I don't know what we were. Yeah. You and I both just went to another dimension. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fuck. That's the only time I've done it this show. Usually I do it like three or four times. Um, but anyway, uh, oh, actually, Jason has a question, so I'll come back to it. Jason says, what tips do you have when you're exhausted, okay. and burnt out, or how do you keep fucking going? Yeah. There it is. So here's the, here, here's what I, cause that's a very good point. Thanks for looping us back around. Um, I think there's three types for me. I'll just answer. And then Christopher can, but there are three types of stress, acute, chronic, and burnout. And, you know, acute is the example that most often we hear is the zebra and the lion, right? So the zebra comes out, the lion's there. It's like, oh shit. And the lion starts chasing the zebra and the zebra, he, you know, he, he escapes, and it's like, okay, that was acute stress. He had to get his ass out of there. And it's like, woo, I escaped. And the zebra goes right back to eating grass because that's how animals cope. Acute stress, live, go back to eating. Human beings don't do that. Most of us live in the chronic stress or the burnout stress, just to speak to Jason. And the chronic stress symptoms start to be like high blood pressure, you know, relationships challenging, maybe cholesterol sneaks up, you and I with our back, you know, what's that tension? Once you get to burnout, that's the serious stuff, the inflammation, the weight gain, the depression, those big flags. And burnout could, you could have been there a year, some people five years. It's that fight or flight dopamine reward system. You're getting something out of the burnout. It's the addiction to literally the burnout, in my personal opinion. So to me, the, the tools or strategies, first of all, is to figure out where are you? 
Are you in the chronic or the burnout? And the second step I always say is what, what do you feel? What's your body feeling like? Okay. All those things, those red flags. And then what's causing it? Because when I have people track this, it'll almost always be work, 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 work. So then I'll get to the place. Is it someone at work? No, it's, it's, it's the workload. Because most people will leave a job. You know this from corporate. They'll stay or they'll leave because of people they work with. It's because of the people, mm -hmm. right? But most people will say work. And then it has to go to the next step of, well, how are you going to cope with that? Is it breathing? Is it yoga? Is it meditation? Is it walking? Is it healthy food? So recognize the body, recognize the cause. If you can't change the job, you better figure out how to cope with this shit. Yep. You can change the job. Peace out, Boy Scouts. Got to go. Bye-bye. Leave the job. But for me, the coping and the strategies, it has to go through that teardown process of how does it feel? What caused it? How can you do your own coping? Because yoga might not work for Peggy. But uh, maybe being meat-free, uh, gluten-free might help. You know, clean up some of that. Yeah. So what? That's what I would say. What? Do you, what are some of your thoughts about the burnout? Um, I've experienced it twice. And to Robert's point, uh, I think he just said he was saying here. He says I physically burned out at twenty, just after I began working, uh, but continued running on a high school schedule. Yes, uh, it took about a year to recover. I did the same thing when my mom was really sick the last couple of years of her life. I was literally driving probably 120 miles a day. I was driving to work and then I would drive out to Hemet, which is another part of California. You wouldn't know about it. Um, so I would drive out there and I would take care of her animals. And then I'd drive to the hospital and see her. And then I would get home probably about 10 or 11 o'clock at night, go to sleep, get back up at four o'clock in the morning, go do it all over again. And I did that for like at least six months to two years, uh, six months consecutively over two years. I did it a lot. Um, and then I was like, okay, just go, go, go. And it just became a routine. It was like, okay, I get four hours sleep and I do this. And I was like, fuck, I'm actually doing pretty good. I'm actually doing pretty good. I'm taking care of all this stuff. And then quite literally my mom died on July 31st, 2011, I believe it was. And we moved into this house the next day, that night, that night I was still going. I was like, my mom passed away at 1:33 this morning. We're going to move the house today. We moved, we got everything going. I literally was like, I don't know, six or seven o'clock at night. We were in the garage downstairs. My buddies were there. It was raining. It was a horrible day. And I sat down and I couldn't get up. Right. I literally, my adrenals crashed. Everything crashed. I yeah. thought I ran into a brick fucking wall. I'd been drinking that day. So I thought, okay, I'm going to get up tomorrow. And I'm going to feel better. No, my adrenals were <laughs> shot to shit. I used to take um, ephedra. I used to take all that stuff. I tried taking it. Nothing worked. I had to go to a bunch of different doctors. I had to go to a bioidentical doctor. And they're like, yeah. your adrenals crushed. You have to, you have to, you have to take this stuff. And I'm like, okay, I need my adrenals back. What do I have to do? What's the fastest right. way to do it? Right. Take it easy. You have to take right. it easy. Right. So right. that was like a that was like a big slap. I was like, I'm invincible. I don't stop. And God the world, the universe went, Oh, yeah, you're gonna stop right oh, now. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You're gonna You know, it takes about two years, about so when somebody gets to that place, so we're very task oriented. So when somebody's in crisis and we gotta do shit, we're gonna get it done. There's no doubt. And when it lasts a long period of time, that's a long time for us to to, to do this. So adrenal insufficiency, you know, not the fad of like, oh, I'm gaining weight because of it, which truly exists. But when you're doing that manic mania, behavioral, not taking any break, yeah, it, it dies off, right? 
that's just the shit that happens. But there is an addiction to that as well. And I was challenged with that by my endocrinologist buddy a couple of years ago. And he goes, I think you like to be manic, girl. I think mm -hmm. you're used to because then it changes your relative, Christopher. The average person goes, oh, Jesus Christ. I can't believe she gets all that shit done herself. Like, whoa. But when you're only hanging out with like minded people, our baseline's not the same. Yep. And so somebody who does is healthier and dealt with your mother's stuff, it would not have potentially burned out. Exhaustion, emotions, yes. But let's calm this down. How is everybody feeling? Let's alternate. Let's get in some resources. Let's rotate and all. Yeah, it, I get you, brother. Yeah. But I did read something in the last couple of weeks that somebody who reaches burnout like you did, it takes up to 24 months to recover and build. Did you experience that, that long period of time? It, it's uh, Tara saying slow and steady as well. Um, I don't think I've ever recovered. I don't think I've ever recovered. I took, I took all the pills they wanted me to take. And ever since then, I've just been, my, my energy is still high, but I, I get really tired a lot faster now. Like I used to be able to just go, 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 go. And I'm 52 now. So I'm, I'm trying to understand that I'm not going to be 30 anymore, but I, I definitely recognize after that moment, cause it happened again a couple of years later, not as bad. It took, it didn't take as long for it to happen again. So I've had it happen twice. Um, now I've learned to just kind of take care of myself, but at the same time, I'm going to live while I'm alive. And if I'm gonna die, I'd rather die fucking going sideways into a brick wall than going, oh, you know. So there is that yeah. balance. I, I always just like to to push and just to live every moment of every life. And I do that to answer uh to answer his question again. I think it was uh, um what was his name? Wasn't it? It was uh Jason. To answer Jason's question, I would also go back to my why. So my why changed when my son was born. So before that, it was about making an impact in the world and being known for something, you know, not my time being wasted here. And then when my son was born, that became my why is leaving a legacy for him and being the best dad I could possibly be for him and being in those moments. So that has been one of the biggest educations for me is like, okay, I, I want to do all these things, but okay, what's more important, spending time with my son and being in the moment or uploading podcasts or scheduling shows or doing this or that. Um, sometimes to the point where I spend so much time with them that I really should spend some time getting shit done um, because right. you, don't to, you don't want to waste too much time. But speaking of time, holy shit, we've been talking for an hour, an hour, an hour. We've been talking. See, I already told you, I'm like, I don't need to come up with anything. This is going to go fast. We're going to talk and it's all going to be good. So Peggy, thank you so much for being here with us on the raw and scripted show. I tried to uh, honor everybody's time because I know it's late in the East coast and uh, we've got some people here from the East coast. They can get a hold of you, allthingswellness.com, yes? Yeah, and Peggy at allthingswellness.com. If you want to email me, hit me up on social media. You know, I've got a docuseries coming up, so if you want to be on my cast for season two, if anybody wants to go public with that, I love to hear from you. I support my buddy here with everything that he does. Find some people in your top five, one you want to be, and the rest of them who love you, one that will push you, and find your top five, peeps. That's what I'm going to leave you as a call to action. Find your top five. Find your top keep fucking going. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Go, go, put, go put that back up there again. I want to do a screenshot. <laughs> ready? Uh. Okay. Hopefully that worked. Um, Peggy, you are awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Guys, connect with Peggy. She is amazing. She's awesome. My sister from another mister. Thank you so much for being here on the Ron and Scripted Show. Can't wait to talk to you more. And just thank you for being real. 
Thank you um, for being a real person. You know, this is this is this conversations are fire because people can get great information out of this and realize that they're not alone. And that's one thing I found um, with my buddy here, uh, Tara, on you know, Clubhouse is um, you know you just you just you just finding real people who are willing to go to that space. You are a gem. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm gonna put you backstage here for a second. Don't go anywhere. I'm gonna end the show, and uh, you rock. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it, Peggy Wilms. I want to say Williams, of course. Uh, and we have so many beautiful people here. Uh, thank you so much for being here. She says, uh, Andrea says, uh, awesome, Chris. Thanks, Peggy. Just sent you a request in Facebook. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Angel's in the house. She says, good night. Got to hit the sack. Have a good one, everyone. Thank you so much for being here, Angel. You are an angel. Tara saying, thank you, Coach Peggy. Yes, yes, yes. Nelly says, I am sorry. I have to go. I'll catch you all on the flip side. Thanks for having me here and for being uh, for being for us. Good nighty. Um, Tara says, thank you. Amazing. Christopher, you are amazing too. Thank you for being here. I know you've been going all day too. So, uh, you're insane. Robert saying his final thought when I'm doing my thing, the energy return is more abundant than what was required. So important, Robert. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If you know what your why is, then you figure out what your how is. So maybe you're, maybe you're doing and being all the things that you need to be, but it's like, you know, I'm, I'm doing all these things and I'm building this stuff, but you're building it. You have your ladder against the wrong thing you're building. So that's one of the things we have to always go back to is what is our why? What is our why? When you find your why, you have your how. So um, thank you guys for all being here and spending your time with us. If this show resonated with you, please share it. Uh, we always go back on the replay and we find out what questions were asked and we uh, engage with your comments. So thank you, Josh. Uh, he, Josh says, good night, everyone. Thank you for such a great show. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You guys rock. So be sure to connect with us. Um, by the way, go to my website, www.christopherrausch.com. It is up and going. Go check it out. There's all sorts of cool stuff in there. My events page, my video cast, my podcast, my newsletter. And if you want, you can book time with me, Christopher Roush, your no excuses coach, complimentary coaching session on me just for being you. Um, I love you guys. Stay cool. Stay kick-ass, stay unstoppable. And we'll see you next time on the Ron and Scripted Show. Love you guys.